Worlds, your man and boogie don't worry about the name get used to the voice and it's another episode of keeping the towel thank you for rocking with me being with me chilling with me listening to me thank you thank you thank you i am blessed to be in the mix with you as i hopefully you are also and ladies and gentlemen i know some of y'all was like you know what let me go hear about who this aunt boogie who this aunt is because i've heard his name and the fellas like let me go check this dude out all right it is and then some of you ladies like i don't want to know who he is he sound right he's sounding kind of sexy so let me see who he is and yeah he's the handsome guy and if you don't know about it just go check my ig but i ain't cute because cute for puppies so there you have it <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen you already know how this game goes i need you to get your hands wrapped Get your mouth guard in your mouth, and I need you to get your gloves on, get your grind guard, make your way to the ring. Get out of your locker room, because it's about time for you to get to the ring. And as you come to the ring, get in your corner, get in your last set of instructions. And I need you to make sure that you look across from the ring. That is your opponent, life, you. And I need you to go ahead and touch gloves because, ladies and gentlemen, it is official that the round has started. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's go. I've said to you many times that whenever we are in this time of instant, everything is instant. I say that to you so many times. We're in this time of everything has got to be rapid because that's just what we are. And... We are looking for constant dopamine shots, constant. And those oxytocin shots that we just need to the brain just to keep us stimulated. And everything today now is, all right, X. Nothing now becomes or feels like it's, it takes its time or it takes, or it, it, it takes time to marinate. So you're like, yo, I enjoyed that. No, no. Now it's like the slight, even anything, anything, not even the slightest, but anything now can cause someone to say, all right, next. They can see an incredible fireworks display and still say, all right, that was cool. The reason why for this, folks, is that we don't know how to savor some moments. And as I have mentioned to you in one of my episodes before, we don't know how to stay in the moment. No, because we're always looking for the next dopamine shot we're looking for the next excitement and some people have some weird excitements you know what i'm saying some it's simple i want to say people who like simple stuff is weird no i'm just talking about some people they just they consider certain things exciting like some people can go shop for makeup that's exciting that's like a that's like a shot of dopamine for them buying shoes belts getting a suit buying watch something it's a dopamine shot for them now what about when it comes to you is it shopping coming to me is it isn't going to an event is about me no no no. i'm not talking about that i'm just talking about you and what you're operating what about how you're operating is that a dopamine shot to you is it an oxytocin shot that you feel every single time you do it and i am talking about ladies and gentlemen when you have someone who looks you or says to you at time that you're doing something for quite some time and they say to you, you still doing that? Yeah. When that person asks you, are you still doing that? And what I mean is that you will have someone who will hear that, hey, look, 
you know, she is still trying to get that business going. She's still pushing it. She's still moving with it. Oh, she's still doing that? He's still cutting here after 12 years. He's still doing that? You will hear someone say, you're still teaching after how many years? 20 years? You're still doing that? And the thing is, is that why would you feel people would ask you that? Here's the reason why. Because we are in a time where if things don't look right or it doesn't work out right away, it is time to shut down. Not just shut down, but to take it completely off the railings and close the book, close the chapter on that. And that's not always a good thing. Some things, yes, you do you do that for. Business relationship, friendship, or a love relationship that's not working no more and the two you not vibing, yeah, close the book on that. Particularly if it's a toxic one, close it, close it, close it. I know the word toxic has, and toxicity has become the magic word of 2022 and 23, but you gotta close it. Here's what else I need you to understand. You have done something that you have finally struck out on your own decide to do. And it didn't happen overnight. The results didn't happen overnight. And here it is, three years, four years later, somebody said, oh, so what you doing? I'm still in the writing business. I'm still writing books. You're still doing that? They will say that to you because, again, people are not used to doing that. People are not used to seeing someone stick with something so long. They're used to hearing, hey, look, this thing didn't make, make me money within six months to a year. It was time to go. Fold it. That was a wrap. It, was, it didn't happen overnight. The success didn't happen quickly because I don't have an Instagrammable moment or a TikTokable moment. Yeah, time to shut this down. What we tend to fail to see is that when it comes to building and to not only just build, but more importantly, sustain, it takes time. People don't like to hear that. They like to hear, oh yeah, so I did this and within eight months I scaled up and I started banking. Yeah, that sounds great, but that doesn't happen for everybody. Oftentimes we hear grand opening, grand closing. It's like when you hear some people who have, I've seen a few businesses like that when they, they will have this great grand opening, you're like, all right, cool. Within a year, year and a half, you're like, all right, going out of business. You're like, wait, you just got here. Again, one of the things so fast, so quick. They don't understand. These things take its time. When you have people who say you're still doing that, it can discourage you. It can because it will cause you to second guess yourself. It will cause you to second guess yourself and say, yeah, why am I still doing this? Or, or worse, for a lot of you, it will cause you to say, yeah, I've been doing this for a long time, huh? It's crazy, ain't it? It's funny when we hear someone in sports, you hear someone who is, I don't know, like a Tom Brady or anyone who's played for 20 years, 18 years. You hear people say, you're still playing? But at the same time, you got people who are amazed that that person in their late 30s or 40s or so, they can still play at a high level. They're surprised at that. Case in point, LeBron James. At the time you're listening to this, he's 38, right? So he just turned 38 not too long ago and people are still amazed that this man can still get up there and perform at a high level that he does at his age because normally at this point all his attributes and his and his springs and everything starts to tail off but it's not no lebron doesn't jump over people like he used to but the man can still get up there and do what he got to do tom brady people was always amazed that this 42 43 year old wonder can still sling that ball like he did 
However, at the same time, people were saying, man, he's still doing that? People will still praise you for your longevity, but also criticize you for your longevity. Kind of ridiculous when you hear that. It's, it's an it's a oxymoron type of thing, which it is. It is an oxymoron. Here's the thing, y'all. When a lot of you, I should say, are in the midst of doing whatever it is that you have put your heart to, you already have in your mind how long this thing is going to take to blow up. No one, not many people know when whatever it is they're doing is going to blow up. No one knows. I've given you the story about Amazon, giving you the story about Bill Gates and Microsoft. It takes time. Another case in point, Elon Musk. When Elon Musk starts talking about electric cars, you know what people said to him? Dude, stop. Who's going to go with electric cars? Nobody's with that. But look at that 20 years ago or so. If not a little earlier than that, a little, little over, yeah, a little over 25 years. And then here it is now. Who is not riding a Tesla now? Today now, if the minute you say an electric car, you don't ride, you're not riding a Tesla, yeah, you don't have an EV. I never got, I was out somewhere and these group of ladies was just talking. And then one of them said, so I have an electric car. And then another chick pops up, is it a Tesla? And homegirl said, oh yeah, 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 it's a Tesla. Now, my thing was, what if this chick would have said, no, it's a Honda, it's a Toyota, it's a Ford? What would have been the reaction of everybody else who listened to that? However, I digress. Let me go back. <laughs> when Elon was talking about that, people said, electric cars, dude, nobody's going with no electric cars. Who's going, where, where are you going to put that? You're going to plug it up into your house? And everybody laughed it off. And then when Tesla started pushing honestly when i remember seeing a tesla really start to become that car that people was looking at it was really more so for the upper class who could afford it i really saw that around like i would say somewhere around 2012 yeah 2012 2013 is when i started seeing the push for the teslas that's when i started really seeing around 2012 or so and again it was only the upper crust who could afford it but now guess what you're seeing almost everybody with a tesla now not saying you got to get one but almost everybody's with a tesla and when this man was still designing this man was still coming up with ways to make this idea in his head that having the first electric car come to life again people still said to him bro you still doing that you're still trying to make the blueprint for this thing you're still trying to find a way yes yes that now we are looking at the richest man on the planet at this time. And I'm going to be very honest with you, ladies and gentlemen. I think by 2030 in California, they're going to go all electric. And don't be surprised within another 10 to 20 years after that, they're looking at the whole United States, if not the entire world going electric. We're going to look at the most powerful man on the planet. Not in America, but on the planet. He'll be more powerful than the president. This man is looked at as a dude who just does not who does not know when to chill he's trying to get into it he's trying to do all these things however one thing you got to give the man the dude is trying to push things forward that's what happens with people who are forward thinkers they will stick at it as long as they could till they get whatever it is that they got to get and then in that midst you will have people saying you're still doing that how long you been still doing this how long you been still writing up these schematics you still putting schematics together for this electric thing yeah 
Yes. And the thing is, as I said, you got some people when they say that to you, they discourage you. You get discouraged after someone says you're still doing that. Like you're supposed to stop at some point. Why? Don't get me wrong. There's some things you got to stop at some point. There's some. But there's other things. No, they're noble enough that you don't need to be stopping at it. You need to still keep going and still find ways. If one way doesn't work, find another way so it can work. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen. How many over what, 200, over 150 years ago when this dude was told you're you're inventing what? Where people where two people can talk to each other by what's what you call this thing? A phone? <laughs> That's funny. And then Alexander Graham Bell has made the telephone. Very first call was to someone who lived right across the street. And that was it. Like, oh, heard this. Yes. You heard the ring and you heard the person on the other end. But then here's the thing. How many people said to him, you're still designing this thing, trying to make this thing work? Yes. So then now you got it. Then you had another person who came up with something else. And so we have to think of how that phone has transformed our lives. We can thank Mr. Martin Cooper, AKA Marty Cooper. When Mr. Martin Cooper decided to develop or advance the phone, people said, you're gonna do what? I'm gonna make a phone where you can call from anywhere. Okay, man, you're on something. You're not doing that. That doesn't make sense. That, that we don't need to do that. We're fine with the phones we have. Same thing that was said, when Henry Ford made his first V6 car and, he, and and developing the car, same thing. We don't need cars. We're fine with a horse and carriage. Huh? Well, that proves to be a lie. And then that moved on to something else. So Mr. Cooper decided to go ahead and develop this, this phone, this device where you can go anywhere and call. So Mr. Cooper finally decides to make this phone. And he did. So in April of 1973, Mr. Cooper finally showed the world this device called the cellular phone, now called the mobile phone. And what he did, he decided to call an engineering buddy when they, dis when they put it on display in at a press conference in New York City. So he placed the very first cell phone call to a um, engineer friend of his who was head of AT&T at the time. That's when he let him know, guess where I'm calling you from? I'm calling you from the conference. Oh, on the payphone? No, I'm sitting at a table. Oh, regular lamp phone? No, I'm in front of a whole bunch of people on a cell phone. <laughs> Everybody and a mother and a dog got a cell phone. There's no way someone can walk around today without a cell phone. I mean, there are. There are some people who can do it and who are at this time. However, almost every single person has a cell phone. Those who don't have enough money for a pot to piss in or some who don't have a money for a window to throw it out of, they have a cell phone. Like I was rolling by a store not too long ago and someone dude was like, you know, sir, can you help me out? I'm kinda, I'm, I'm real desolate. I'm, I'm in dire need for food. Um, Is it possible that you can just cash at me some money? I'm like, cash at you? I said, what? Begging is taking on a whole, has now become technological now. Now they need you to cash at them. And I'm like, this nothing, nah. And I remember this lady, she said to me, she said, sir, when's the last time you saw a homeless person with a phone? I said, um, I've seen it many times and this is the 21st century. So yes, the mobile phone. Thank you to Mr. Martin Cooper. Now, guess how long that had to take him? A long time. 
because it's a lot of things. He had to go through FCC and all that stuff, but it took time. So don't you think they have people who said to him, you're still doing that? You still making this cell phone thing, this mobile phone? Like, come on, man. Why don't you just stop? Just stick with your landline. And, you know, when you when you spin, when you spin the dial, that's what's dialing the number. Yeah, just do that. <laughs> that took you like four minutes to just dial a number. You didn't even get to the call yet. You got to deal with people who's going to go ahead and say to you, you're still doing that? Case in point. When 21,000 people helped build at the time, one of the biggest man-made structures on the planet. This wasn't like what everybody can do now. We're talking about in 1930. We had 21,000 men work tirelessly. Deuce, the largest dam in the world. And as I said, considered to be one of the largest man-made structures in the world. And that dam, ladies and gentlemen, is called the Hoover Dam. It took five years. Now, here's the thing. Yes, it's gonna. it took five years. However, understand how long it took for it to get approved that didn't happen overnight and don't you think during that five years when those men who were who were at the construction site building this dam people said you're still getting up to go and build a dam yeah but guess what when it was over and they when they finished it beautiful thing so that's what i say to a lot of you you have to deal with someone saying to you you're still doing that you have to deal with people questioning you that you're still doing this yes Yes, you are. And why am I telling you this? Because it's about persistence. I need you to persist in what you're doing. The thing is, as I said, a lot of you want to make this big money in one shot or not even today. Now, forget money. The, the next best currency for a lot of you is fame. You just want people to know your name. You just want your name in lights. However, you're forgetting for you to do what you love and for you to move in your passion. It takes time. You got to persist in it. I was reading Malcolm Gladwell's book, The Outliers, very good book. And it was talking about the 10,000 hour rule, that that's what makes that person become great. That's what makes that person an expert in what they're doing when they put in 10,000 hours of work into it. So 10,000 hours doesn't mean, depending again, depending on how many hours you work, how much hours you put into it, a weekly basis. Yeah, 10,000 hour, 10, hours does not come in two years. 10,000 hours, folks, comes within 10 years. 10 years. You're saying it? That means 1,000 hours per year. 1,000 hours. I mean, you can do that. Not a lot of you. Be honest with yourselves. Not a lot of you can give yourself 10,000 hours to do a certain thing. This is what you hear from many who are in the sports world who became the great ones. They tell you, yeah, this person, they put in hours upon hours in the gym. They didn't put an hour or two. They put in hours in the gym. You see bodybuilders, again, it's subjective to where you want to go with that. But those who put in that real work, yeah, they're putting in hours. I can't spend three hours in the gym, six hours in the gym. I never saw the reason for it. I didn't need to do that because I was not looking to be a bodybuilder. That became their obsessed obsession. You're going to have people ask you that question. You're still doing this photography thing? Yes. You're still doing this writing thing? Yes. You're still doing this nursing thing? Yes. And then you're gonna get people saying, why don't you just get a job? That is your job. Great Dr. Miles Monroe said it best. Your nine to five is your job. Your six to whatever time before you go to bed, that is your work. 
Your nine to five is your job. Your 10 to two or whatever time you're working, your two to 10, two in the afternoon, 10 at night. I don't care, whatever time it is, that is your job. When you get home, that's your work. What is your work? What is your work and do you persist in your work? Despite you will get ridiculed from your loved one, despite you will get ridiculed from your from your girl, your man, your spouse, you're gonna deal with that. Your family's gonna come at you for it. Are you going to be persistent in it? Because this is what you believe in. And if not, then you have to ask yourself, am I doing this really because I believe in it? Or am I doing it because it's just hot for the moment? Everybody is doing it. And that will test your persistence. Because the minute you get a failure or, or a discouraging remark and you fold, yeah, it showed what you was really about. You weren't really about that. It was just good for the moment. You didn't have the temerity to keep going despite you're going to get some criticism. You don't have the temerity despite you're going to get bumps in the road. You don't have the temerity to keep persisting despite you're going to get a lot of setbacks. No, 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 no. We don't, we don't like to hear that. We like to hear, it was a little hard work, but I made it through. We like to hear the end part of it. Persistence, folks. Persistence is what matters. You have somebody who still asks, you're still doing blank? You fill in the blank. I'm going to be your mom. I'm going to be your pops. I'm going to be your brother. I'm going to be your sister, your aunt, your uncle, your grandparents. I don't care who it is, your bestie, your homeboy. I don't care who it is, your professor, your supervisor, somebody. I am that person. I'm going to ask you this. How long you been doing that? You're, you're still doing that? What will be your answer? Hopefully, some of you going to hold your head up, chest out. Yes, I am. And then those of you who feel embarrassed about it, find out why you're really doing this. And if you can't find out why you're really doing it, stop. You're just wasting time. Persistence is the game here. If you don't persist, they don't remember you. If you don't persist, they don't remember you. But when you do persist, that's when they remember you. Yo, world. Thanks a lot for rocking with me. I do thank you for being with me. Thank you for taking the time out of your day, your evening, whatever time you're listening to this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And as you go forward, please go ahead and check out my website, ikeptmytowel.com, ikeptmytowel.com, and go ahead and check me out on my social media platforms. IG and Twitter is all there in the description box. I know you can read, so go and check it out. And you wanna go and see who this Ant Boogie is, you will see my handsome face. I ain't cute. My handsome face. <laughs> so yes, as I gave it to you right there, from Mr. Alexander Graham Bell, you had also from Mr. George Washington Carver, Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos, Mr. Marty Cooper, Miss Harriet Tubman. So many of these incredible people had to persist. And what happened, folks? They persisted until they heard this. Until the bell was over. So y'all, keep going. Keep going. No matter who says how long and why you're still doing it, you know, only you must know why you're still painting. Only you must know why you're still writing. Only you must know why you're still doing school. Only you must know why you are still taking pictures and doing photography. Only you must know why you're still doing here. Only you must know why you are still doing the grunt work for your business that you started. Only you must know. And they ask you that question. Still doing this? Hold your head up and say, yes, I am. All right. And as you do that, wipe the blood, wipe the sweat, 
wipe the tears. But whatever you do, don't throw in your towel. This is your man here, Boogie. I will check you when I check you. I'll see you when I see you. I'm out of here. Peace. Persist.